Well, 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 welcome to another episode of the Fearless Parody Podcast Show. You know, parody doesn't come with a manual. It either does parody a child, preteen, or teenager. In fact, parody is very scary. It can cause every parent out there to be fearful, me included. The goal, the purpose of this podcast is to provide you with information and resources that help you overcome family life struggles difficulties and challenges and to be able to parent fearlessly. So every week we provide information and resources to help grow your parental leadership while growing the leadership of your child, preteen, or teenager. In short, we are here to help you and your children become the best versions of yourselves. So get ready and dive right in to today's episode. All right, moms, dads, parents, and guardians, welcome to another episode of Fearlessly Parody. Today, I have with me Brendan. Brendan is the founder of Master Talk. And although he coaches ambitious executives and entrepreneurs to become the top 1% communicators in their industry, and although he has a popular YouTube channel called Master Talk, which has the goal of providing free access, communication tools for everyone in the world, He's here today for another reason. Bob's dad's parents and guardians, he's here to teach you how to have your children become more effective communicators and how to have them be able to present themselves and be able to talk and express their ideals with other people. So without any further ado, here is Brendan from Master Talk. Brendan, welcome to the Fiercely Parenting Podcast. Hey, it's great to be here, Stan. Thanks for having me. All right, there, brother. When you first sent me your bio, I said, "Okay, I got this young man from Master Talk, and uh, he wants to come out and talk with my audience." And I said, "Well, it, this seems more like a sales deal." But the more I read your bio and everything, and did our offline conversation, I says, "This man has a passion for helping people become more effective communicators." And it's not just entrepreneurs, and it's not just executives. He's also interested in helping your child become a more effective communicator. So before we get into anything else, Brendan, tell them a little bit about yourself and Master Talk. Yeah, for sure, Stan. Happy to. So for me, the story started when I was in college and university and business school. My goal was never to become an entrepreneur, a YouTuber, a coach. The goal was really to become an executive. So I did these things called case competitions. Think of it like professional sports, but for nerds. So all the guys my age were playing basketball or football or baseball. You wouldn't see me playing one of these sports because that wasn't really my thing. I did presentations competitively when I was 19. That's how I learned how to speak. And as I grew up, I started to coach a lot of the students, mostly for free back then, because I felt that they needed some help to win these competitions. That's how I developed my expertise. But then a few years later, Stan, I realized that everything I was sharing with them wasn't really available for free on the internet for everyone to have access to. Because you hear advice like, you know, be yourself or get up on stage. I was like, this is nonsense. So I started making videos, mostly for, for people who are younger than me when I was 22 at the time, to inspire the next generation of leaders. And I started making YouTube videos. And then a few years later, it just turned into something massive that I never thought it would. Wow. And so now, you know, just 
you're you're out helping people much older than yourself because age doesn't mean that you know how to effectively communicate with others. Uh, you know, I'm a Maxwell certified parity coach, and uh, I also work with businesses and teaching leadership and everything. And part of the problem, uh, Brendan, is uh, whether it's in the business world or at home, uh, people don't communicate well with each other because they do not take the time to make connections. And uh, it, 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 their form of communication is sort of like tossing a ball, okay? You're waiting to get the ball back so you could talk. And that's all you're doing is you're just thinking about your turn when you get the ball and you could talk, not paying attention and listening and keying in on what the other person who has the ball is saying. All right. You know, why you're waiting for your turn and uh, people don't do that. And one of the things that we talked about offline is that you help out kids, and you 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 help them become more effective communicators. Now, tell my parents out there why this is key. Even with elementary age kids, they they need to learn how to express themselves. Absolutely, Stan. You know what I always like to say is there's a difference in communication and effective communication, mm-hmm. right? So so yeah, we all know how to talk, but the difference is now how effectively are we talking? Because communication for uh, me is to achieve a specific outcome for a specific audience. But that doesn't always mean a presentation. That means convincing our significant other 20 years from where we are today for 10 years old to go for Mexican food instead of Chinese food. <laughs> it's it's convincing our parents that, you know, you want to get married to so-and-so. Every moment of our life is communication. The way that we talk to our families, the way that we order food at a restaurant, the way that we meet strangers when we travel. And when we realize that every moment is communication, that's what helps us lead a more fulfilling life. And that's why communication matters, not just for the presentations that they deliver at work, but really for every moment that they'll have in life. Because communication helps us lead a more fulfilling life. You know, Brendan, I, I talk to my parents that they have to uh, prepare to work with their children at home and at school. I call it the home game and the away game. And if you go find <laughs> out what's going on during the away game at school or when your kids are out playing sports and everything, it's going to be hard to find out what's going on if your child it's not really able to express themselves. Yes, you have to make an environment where it's open and they feel that it's okay that they can talk about things. But how key is it, first of all, for your child to be able to respectfully and thoughtfully express what's going on in their head to their teachers, their coaches, and their peers? Absolutely, Stan. And I always like to keep things really simple, right? Of course, there's advanced frameworks and I do this, but let's keep it real simple, especially with kids. All human beings work on incentives. The world runs on incentives. If you don't give them an incentive to do something, they won't want to do it. So for kids, I don't worry too much about the difficult conversation they need to have with teachers because that's boring for them. It's more about figuring out what does the kid intrinsically want for themselves and then attach that goal to communication. Mm -hmm. 
Let me give you an example. So whenever I'm coaching kids, and that's why I wanted to do it so I can understand it, the, the hardest part is not coaching them, actually, funny enough. The hardest part is convincing them that they should be a part of the program. That's the hardest part. So so I have to – yeah, sure, I can, the parent could want that for their kid any day of the week. But if the kid doesn't want it for themselves, you get a ton of resistance. Buy-in. Mm-hmm. Right. Buy-in the most hardest thing – is the hardest thing. So when I'm sitting down with an eight-year-old, the biggest challenge is selling them into this into this experience to even work on it in the first place. So I'm telling the kid, I'm like, hey, it's time for communication. They're like, no, I don't want to do this. So instead what I do is I ask them this question, Stan, which is what are you passionate about? What do you love to do, John? And then John goes, oh, well, I like to play soccer. And then I go up to John and I say, what is the difference between a soccer team member and a soccer captain, John? And then John goes, I don't know. And then I ask John, well, do you want to be a soccer captain or do you want to be a soccer team member on your team? And then the boys always say they want to be the captain, right, Stan? So they go, yeah, I want to be the captain. (laughs) Go for the top. Right. And then I go, perfect, John. Do you know what the one skill you need to work on to be that soccer captain that you desire so much to be? And then John goes, what is it? Is it kicking the ball in the goal? No, John, it's communication. Because the soccer captain knows how to lead the team. So do you want to be a soccer captain? And then John goes, yes. And I go, well, you better learn communication to be a better soccer captain. Are you ready? And she goes, and then John goes, absolutely. Person number two, Stan, it's not being a soccer captain. It's being a YouTuber. Well, you know the secret behind my YouTube channel, Julia? It's communication. You got to know how to communicate really well. So it's always about tying the incentive. So I never start with the teachers that they need to speak mm. more effectively to. I go, what do you want? And how do I tie what you want to practice in communication? That's why you have to do it. I like that because each of us are individuals, all right? What motivates me doesn't motivate you. What motivates you, it, it may be I might be interested too. The, the other person down the road, it, it doesn't motivate them. So if I understand you correctly, you get your, you you look at the buy-in first because if you uh, reach out to the person's passion, that opens the door for them to uh, step into the world of communication and become a more effective communicator. That's correct, Stan. And then the other piece is having fun with it. So one exercise I teach is called the random word exercise, where you pick a random word like pistachio, like hair, like painting. And this is a fun game for people who are young. When you get older, you get scared of the game because you go, what are the rules? What's the format? Was when you're seven years old, you don't really care. You go, oh, that's fun. So do this with your kids and also take leadership. You know what I always tell my peeps is that if you're not showing the leadership to be a better communicator, your kids won't do what you want them to do. Because at the end of the day, kids will never listen to what their parents tell them to do. They will always be who their parents are being. So if their parents don't argue a lot and they're very calm in their natural conversations – the kid will just mirror that way of arguing and having discussions with people. Whereas if they're always yelling at each other, that's what the kid will mirror. So that's the key. Moms and dads, listen to what this young man is saying, okay? And do not discount this young man because of his youth. If you go back to several episodes of other guests that I have, you will hear multiple guests, men and women, young, old, middle-aged, all saying the same things, that your kids are watching you. And they're listening to you. You are the chief role model. So 
If there are things that you want your child to do, and communication being one of them, then you have to be a more effective communicator. Because mom and dad, it begins with you. And, uh, you know, Brandon, getting get to the end of this first episode, I, I want to have you come back for another segment. But I want you to tell my audience where they can find you. Absolutely, Stan. It's such a pleasure. Can't wait for the second segment. I would say the two ways to keep in touch is one, the YouTube channel. Just go on YouTube.com and type Master Talk in one word, and you'll have access to hundreds of free videos on how to communicate ideas to the world. So you can teach that to your kids. You can send that to your families, your communities, and that's all free. And the second way to keep in touch is rockstarcommunicator.com, which is a free training I did a few weeks over Zoom. Okay, Rockstar Communicator. Hey, when we come back, we're going to start with that. There's just something about that title, Rockstar Communicator. I'm going to want you to tell my audience more about that. And moms and dads, in the podcast description, you're going to find links to Brendan. Uh, I believe it click and go. So I want to make it to where you come to the podcast description. There is Brendan's links. Click, boom, go. And you'll have access to everything that Brendan just talked to you about. So if you didn't catch it all, you didn't write it all down, don't worry. It will be in the podcast description. So that's all that we have for this particular episode. So until next time we get together, moms, dads, parents, and guardians, God bless. Well, that concludes another awesome episode. Please, please check out the podcast description where you'll find links to family and parenting resources. And I want to thank you, moms, dads, and guardians, for listening to today's Fearless Parenting Podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed today's show and that it added value to you and your family. And I want to leave you with something that was once said by two-time Nobel Prize recipient Marie Curie, who once said that nothing in life is to be feared. It's only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. That is why we have this show, to help you understand more about parenting so that you can fear less. So I want to challenge you, like I always do, to go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless.